everyone. We are One Hen, Two Ducks, a grown-up theater kids podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Selena. And today we're watching The Prom. Yes. Oh, and we have a special guest here, too. Our producer, Kristen. Yes. Hi, guys. You <laughs> might have remembered her from last episode. If you don't, go listen to the last episode. Yes. Please sure. do. <laughs> we are all wearing our prom dresses. Not necessarily Ish. the prom dresses we went to prom in, but yeah. prom dresses. I'm just happy wearing a tiara. I know. I'm, I feel like we all look like prom. I feel like we all actually look like pageant. I mean, let's let's be real, though. You guys actually have real tiaras, and Selena has her three-year-old's dress-up tiara. But it is the biggest and has the most bling on it. So, I mean, truly, if we were all royalty, you would be the queen. <laughs> Kristen would be a princess and I would be like a duchess. Yeah, madame. Yo, Grace. Okay. Yo, Grace. But the duchess gets Duke Hastings, so that's, that's not true. a bad That's true. Sorry, Prince Friedrich. Different show entirely. Entirely. But we are talking about The Prom. The Prom on Netflix. Yes, on Netflix specifically. The show that was on Broadway that they turned into a Netflix musical and didn't cast a single Broadway person. Of course Yay. not. <laughs> film industry, everybody. The film industry. That's what happens. You got to make happens. the money. You know what I mean? You got to You got to put the names in it that's going to make the money. That's true. And uh, Meryl Streep is, you know, money maker. I mean, I'm not complaining. It's Meryl. But maybe Guys, I will later. Meryl. Oh, well, actually, Andrew Rannells is a Broadway person. He wasn't in the show on Broadway, but he mm -hmm. is a Broadway person. He was in Book of Mormon. Yes. Yes. He's hilarious. So he's funny. I'm excited. I'm excited to see him. Yes. Should yes, we definitely. Should we start? Should we get this going? Yeah, let's get this started. I've never seen it. I, yes. I, I waited to watch it for this moment, so I haven't watched it yet. Whew. So let's have let's have some chats, people. Spill yeah, let's tea. have some chats, for let's sure. Let's talk about it. Three, two, one, play. All those in favor. God, I love Carrie oh, Washington. She's so beautiful. I mean, she's gorgeous all the time. I can't stand her, but I love her at the same time. She, like, she just has the most perfect face. Yes. I feel like, okay, I'm going to make my first comment. I feel like all this was very tight, so I can't quite look at all the choreography does that make sense yeah and i don't know i think i've been spoiled by andy blankenbuehler oh kevin chamberlain kevin chamberlain yes but yes i think i've been spoiled by andy because um you know andy's andy's choreography was very purposeful while that was just dancing which is yeah. fine but i've been well, spoiled. but that's why i think like you can't even see it because the camera is like kind of following the leads so much that you just get a yeah only a little bit let's play count the broadway stars let's play count the broadway stars <laughs> so there's one and i'm sure some of those dancers probably yeah surely oh it's andrew rannells there's a second there one is. there's the other broadway there star he is people think that broadway broadway stars after their show closes or something that they just go on to another broadway show but there's a lot of them that have to like pay the bills in between doing like yes. gigs like bartending or serving it's so interesting seeing these two like meryl and um james corden yes 
because they're they're so different in aesthetic and technique so putting them together is quite interesting yeah she's very subtle and he's very yes. expressive he's very expressive musical theater people love a jewel tone they do oh high school i'm glad we went to a cool i mean like a fun i guess high school i know i'm glad i'm glad we went to a cool high school too i i would not have been able to stand something like this that's why it's like i always watch these shows now that are like about high school and i'm like how fascinating because my experience was not my like this at all completely different than this <laughs> i don't know this experience yeah like if anything like my my middle school experience was like that and I knew that if I didn't go to a performing arts high school, that my high school experience would be like that. And I was like, I got to do everything I can to get it out. That's LBA. true. That's true. I, I mean, my middle school was decent, but the, I'm glad that I found my people and I was able to get into a school where I could completely be myself and not have yeah. to change myself to fit in. Yeah. And I don't know, like everyone was so focused on what they wanted to do. Exactly. That they weren't worried about popularity and impressing people right we had a bigger goal yeah and that was i think the driving force in all the majors i just want to teach her that like my daughter that you have to be confident in yourself and and number one these are kids telling you stuff are you gonna believe kids life changes cool kids are not cool in in five years in ten years you know like things change like i know high school seems like it's the end all be all but it's not my life truly didn't begin until maybe 21 where i was like oh my gosh now this is life you know you, you're out of your parents house you're starting to learn more about who you are outside of them and you're discovering what you want what you can get what you can i mean it's it's a whole new experience and and high school just seems like you know, it was, it was a great experience, but it seems trivial compared to the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. That was four years compared to literally the rest of your life. So to all those who are listening to us in high school, it gets better. And it, 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 it does. There's more so to life much. than just high school. You're going to get through it and you get to be yourself and charge on making your own rules in life. I mean, legal rules. Okay. Legal people. rules. <laughs> Guys, once things get rules. better in the world... And there's not a virus. We can travel again. Yes. Travel alone. Travel. travel Stay for travel. the travel alone. Stick yes. it out for the travel alone. Get exactly. out of high school. Take a gap year. Travel. Wait, I was just about to say that. I was like, if you can, take a break take for a, a semester. Year. Just a semester at least, if, if not a whole year. And I realized, like, I mean, I know growing up in my family, it was very important that I went to college. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't know if my parents would have let me take a gap semester or not, right. but I wish I was brave enough to have taken one and traveled. Yeah. I hate that we put pressure on kids to like figure out what it is they want to do right away. Like, oh, you're 18, pick your college major for what you want to do the rest of your life. Like, that's insane to me. All right. So back to the prom real quick. Yes. Um, is anybody else thrown off? that we never saw her ask someone to prom we never saw the fallout of them telling her no you can't do that i don't know if there's like a backlash where we're going to see all that but i just feel like we skipped ahead like several days or several weeks and yeah i think I the whole like ask and everything from from at least the what they were reading already happened and now it's the aftermath so i guess yeah. we don't get to see that I don't know if yeah. I necessarily need to see the ask, but I wanted to see, like, the fallout of, like, wait, like, she asked a girl to prom? Like, I guess we can't have prom anymore. Right, right. 
favorite just because we just watched Ratatouille. <laughs> I'm like, they... Now, um, for people who make productions, this is not um, something that can just happen without them knowing. So far, what I also don't necessarily approve of, especially in an artist and a, and a theater kind of thing, is there's a lot of extremes and generalities. Like why, I mean, yes, they, they are, they're acting bigoted and they're acting prejudiced, but there's more than just you are prejudiced, you are bigoted, or you are, like there's, there's just a lot of extremes and general things instead of like what people are actually thinking and how we can have a conversation with them instead of just accusations. See, that's why I wish we had seen why they told her no and when they told her no and how they did it. You know what, on your generalities kind of note, there's a little bit of generalities about theater people. Yes. I get that some of us, like, we are a little dramatic and we are a little this and that. I can understand that maybe the show's written a little bit that way because it is musical comedy. But right. I think transferring the bigness of theater to the screen, I think it needed to be toned down just a, just a hair. Oh, I like that. Did you see that? Yes. Where all the, like, once she left, she, all the colors yes. left. All the colors oh, left because she was the was one that bring color to her life. That, that, made, that, that made the most sense to me out of anything else. Yes. Just because, like... You know, you start seeing the colors, you're like, okay, this is a lot for just like supposed to be normal life. That was the most intentional. Listen, for a place that only has a Kmart in town, Carrie Washington looks great. She must buy she her does. clothes online. I wish she would change her hair though. Didn't, wasn't it different? Because that, that was already, we already did that hair. We already did that hair with That's the true. other show. We don't need, we don't need the oh, hair anymore. Oh, the Olivia Pope hair? Yes. Like, can she be somebody else besides Olivia Pope? I mean, I don't know. I think this is also a black thing that I have to get over, but I just I just feel like whenever they think that black women have to be sophisticated, we have to have white people hair, if you don't notice. You'll see it now. Every time you watch anything with a black character that's sophisticated, they can never just have afros. They always have to have straight hair or that hair that's totally not theirs. I wonder if, well, no, because actually on Broadway, um, Carrie Washington's character is played by a white woman so they wouldn't like address the fact that maybe she could be like one of the only black women in town and that's why she's trying to like fit in or something oh no no I don't think this movie has that kind of depth probably not <laughs> <laughs> but the lighting really is brilliant this is beautiful light this is Martin Scorsese lighting it's I think overall and I know that it didn't get best reviews but I think ultimately what it is, is like, it's musical comedy. Yes, it's supposed to be light and fluffy and airy, but there should be some kind of heart to it that grounds it. Well, I mean, they have, this is the thing that's bothering me though, because they do have deep moments, but they're yeah. not allowing themselves to even- To go deep enough. To go deep enough. They're just sitting there on the surface and as if, as if comedy never has, tra comedy always has tragedy and it can still be funny, but it can still have depth. And if you had that, if you only have like four lines to get out about like someone's backstory that's super intense, at least make it a good moment. Yeah, they're not letting these moments breathe. Like I guess that it's a fast no. show, but if we hadn't heard that she got kicked out, we would have missed it entirely. It was one line. Oh, they didn't. Oh, no. Oh, they moved the prom and didn't tell her where it was. That is mean. It's very vicious. You are correct. That is vicious. The whole, the whole town. Exactly. 
The whole like, no town one, did no that. No one stood against that. Like this is uh, ridiculous. Not one parent. Not one parent would be like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" If any, if, I couldn't even imagine. Can you imagine if you were a parent? A bunch of people got together and like moved the prom and didn't tell your kid, and your kid went I to would, an empty gym. It, that school does not need my kid in it. That's what I would do. Oh. I would, I, I would, you know, of course, make sure it was okay with my kid. But I'd be like, do you want to get out of this school? We, we don't need to be here. Also, like the fact that she's she's sitting up in her bed. I know she's eating ice cream, but she's sitting up in her bed and she put clothes on. Like if that happened to me in high school, I, like I would just, I would never oh, get yeah. out of bed. No, I would be a hot mess. All right, so here's one of my biggest pet peeves. There is singing. There is the kids that are interacting. What are the adults doing in the background? Not paying attention. And that drives me crazy. Clearly, she's doing all these crazy things and no one's looking. Oh, there they are. Oh, now they're looking. Now they're looking. Like, <laughs> now they're looking at the end. I will say it's nice to see the, like, popular kids not just, like, get what they deserve in the end, but, like, change and grow as well, just like the other characters do. Yeah, you know what I like? I like when there are some that change and then there are some that not, because that's real realism right there. True. I, I feel like there's some kids that will get it and then some kids won't. Well, that's why there's only four of them and not the ten that were dancing before. <laughs> and, not, and not the entire school, because the entire school went to that prom. I don't want you to have a hard life for a black woman to say that. It's just kind of awkward. It's already hard for her. That's true. If this were more BIPOC inclusive, how would you recast the, like, the leads? I don't know, because I honestly... I get that we're all trying to be on the diversity role, but it, I think it's going to come down to the actor again to me. Because I, although I do want inclusivity, I don't want to just do it. Because I, I think that would get in, that's going to do exactly what we're already complaining about. You know, because people are like, oh, I want to cast a blonde or this and not really looking at the actor. And so it's going to do the same thing. I just want to, I just want a black character here instead of looking at, can we just have a good actor here? But I would do a better fit than that. I might have had Carrie as Nicole's character. Because mm. that would have been cool, too, to see. Because Nicole wants to be, you know, Roxy. You could have done somebody else in Meryl Streep's character. You could have. Oh, yeah, you could have, definitely. I would have just kept Meryl because she's Meryl. <laughs> uh, yeah, just because she's Meryl. She's amazing. <laughs> Meryl could have played the teenage daughter, and I would have gone for it. What I do love, though, is that they do have this interracial couple thing. So that's another mm -hmm. reason why I would have kept Meryl. Because yeah. I think it's important to see interracial coupling. And not only are they an interracial couple, they're an inter-aged couple. Yeah. Like an older woman, younger man. Yeah. And that's, again, yeah. why I wouldn't change Meryl. Yo, they did a really good job with the decorations for this prom. Well, they had an unlimited black card. Mom's wearing Joseph's amazing Technicolor dream coat. <laughs> <sighs> so, what did you guys think? Since this is your very, very first time. I thought it was cute. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, I feel like there are some reviews that are really dragging them. And I wouldn't go that far. Because um, they did have some really lovely moments. And it was a lot of fun and entertaining. The places that they had good depth, I think the overarching thing that I think we all feel is we just wish we saw a little bit more from the main character and her feelings about what was going on. Like, yeah, you have the classic moment where she explodes her feelings like everyone's trying to tell her what to do and so then she explodes but there's not always a moment of her kind of really reacting you have a bunch of characters who wouldn't normally like be in a situation and they say they do it for someone else but then they find truth in that 
And I think that's okay to like have them all find their little moments of truth. And I think the way they did it was really well um, constructed. Like it wasn't like you brought so many people in that then you didn't care about them. It's like you brought, they all had their right moments and they were able to add to the story in different ways. And I think they all found truth in that. And I think that's where the important bit comes in about that. What do you think, Kristen? All right, so I came into this a little blind. I've not seen this movie. I've not seen this show. I've not heard any of the songs. So this was all very fresh to me. When I was researching it and I was reading some of the reviews before I actually saw it, I kind of braced myself for it to not be that good because the reviews were awful. Um, it was better than I thought it was going to be, which is definitely good. I loved the choreography. I really liked the songs. I thought it was fun. It moved well. My big issue with it was that I felt that like we didn't get the story in, in sequence when it happened. So we never saw her ask her girlfriend to prom. We never saw the fallout of the prom being canceled. We got glimpses of the kids being angry, but we didn't see how much that really affected her. So without that setup in the beginning of how this all came to be, I like as an audience member, it's like, well, why should I care? I feel like she doesn't, like she's still just there smiling and laughing through it all. When I was watching it, I was wondering like, would I have liked this more if I'd watched it on stage as opposed to a movie? Because I feel like with a movie, they had more opportunities to create those behind, kind of those backstories. Like we saw a lot of backstories with the other characters that made us like them a little bit more. And so I felt like we had so many opportunities with this movie to create those special moments or those behind the scene moments, you know? So I do think that I probably would have liked it more as a stage show because it probably would have made sense with the flow that way. But overall, I thought it was fun. Like if they had filmed it sort of like how Hamil Hamilton did it, like released a filmed version of the stage show, I think that would, I would be interested in seeing something like that and kind of comparing it because I think where film and movie musicals, especially recently, like the last 10, 20 years as we brought movie musicals back where they're, they're like always missing something and it's because they are stage shows that then we're trying to make films, but we're still trying to keep the quality of stage. And, and it, and it doesn't, it just doesn't, that's why um, the old musicals transition well. Yeah, and that's why the old musicals that did work didn't keep the stage. You think of My Fair Lady and Sound of Music that were stage shows before, mm -hmm. but they didn't keep the stage. They they made it films that had music in it. But no, like you guys are nice, because I I actually <laughs> didn't like it quite at all. To be fair, sorry guys, but I am a very picky person just in general of what I like. They know this about me. Um, but I, there was a couple of issues. I mean, there's a lot of issues. But I guess the biggest one for me is that it seemed like, um, whatever the, whether it's the stage writer probably, or even the adapter, it seems like this is like the second draft. Like you said, oh, we have to get to know these characters, so we're just gonna put something there. Instead of, um, like, instead of starting there, and then building the characters around that. The, the main characters specifically had like no depth and it, and it drove me crazy. Cause again, with the generalities, there was too much generalities. They took a, uh, the character and they just literally labeled them. And then from that labeling, they, they did everything around. You're the lesbian, label. All right, be a lesbian, label. Instead of like who this person is, she's more than just a lesbian. Or you're, you're a star, label be a star and I thought that was across the board it was acting in titles 
Um, and that kind of drove me a little nuts. And I get it. We want it to be fun. It is more geared towards younger audiences. But I don't think that means we have to sacrifice depth. I mean, again, Sound of Music, we watched all, a lot of that when we were little. And it had, not to, it had way depth, way over our head depth, you know? But it was still fun. Yeah, that's why I feel like, especially with this, it's just, I think when going, when creatives go forward and pick musicals that they want to turn into movies, they have to really figure out which ones are going to cross over well. And I think this is just one that just didn't cross over well because it's, it is the characters in some aspects have to be so heightened and also live in a reality with other people where on stage that makes sense. Right. Because you're playing to the back of the house. Right. But when you have these big, larger-than-life characters in it's supposed to be a normal world with kind of all, and you're going to add all these aspects of, of the show that aren't really, like, it, it kind of crosses the bound between, like, is it theatrical or are we in reality? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think that's the big dichotomy there because when you think of film, film is more of the reality side. Well, like, when we go to a theater, it's all in, it's all about the artistry and the imagination and all that. So you almost expect not to truly believe, even though you still want honesty, but you mm-hmm. still are, you still know that they're not really in a house. You still know that they're not really, you know, all those things, because it's just all the beauty of imagination coupled with that. But when it's film, they are in a house. So when you're seeing this, you do, when you're watching a film, you do want that realism aspect and so mm-hmm. i know through our comments that was a lot of the things that we were talking about like oh they got lights all of a sudden like in film i yeah. mean in theater we would just accept it we're like yes there's lights now but in film we're like this doesn't make any sense because we already see film as more reality or at least yeah. it's supposed to express reality while mm-hmm. theater is not necessarily that when you when you talk about like filmmakers choice you have to like decide like, okay, if we want to go in and out of reality, how do we do it seamlessly? Or are we going to set it up from the very beginning that this is kind of a little bit more of a heightened reality and make people believe that, but you can't go back and forth between reality and theatrics and have these conflicting energies. Remember those, remember those televised musicals? Mm -hmm. They did a couple of them. They did them. And like the first three that they did were absolute flops, absolute flops. And then they did the Grease, and they brought it. They did the Grease. Um, they brought, they did Grease, and they had, like, instead of trying to make it TV, they put a live audience in yes. and made it more theatrical. Yes. So then you're, it felt like you were watching a live performance instead of a TV show that was a musical. Aha, and now I get it. This is why movies such as... Weenie Todd and Into the Woods and Les Mis. Those ones worked to a certain extent because they were all singing. So again, like you were saying, either we have to have one or the other. Either we have to have a complete different alternative reality where this is just how it is, or we have to have complete or at least mostly reality um, where you can still incorporate singing and all that, but it has to be in a, in a realistic sense. In modern day musicals, those ones work because you're like, yeah, this is just the world they live in. In your guys' opinion, when you have a movie musical like this, do you think that it would have worked better if they had actually cast Broadway people in those roles as opposed to famous people just to get that audience? Do you think that makes a difference at all? I think, I think when you do something like that, it, it should be maybe a little more interspersed, especially because you're bringing a show that 
wasn't like so successful as like a Hamilton or a Les mm -hmm. Mis. You're bringing a kind of a, a lesser known show to a broader audience. I think you would need those original storytellers to come forward and help with that while also bringing in a couple um, big stars to get the money in. Yeah, like again, they should have done what they did before. They, they should go back to looking at the model of Sound of Music, looking at the model of, um, of My Fair Lady, because that's what they did. They interspersed it. Poor Julie Andrews then, the reason why she didn't get um, into My Fair Lady, because she played um, Eliza on Broadway the whole entire time. And then mm -hmm. when they made the movie, they chose Audrey um, Hepburn because Julie couldn't even sing. Yes, who couldn't sing because Julie wasn't famous at the time. Um, mm -hmm. And and but then they mixed it with Rex Harrison, who was a huge Broadway, you know, person. And and they still mix it with certain people. So that's what they did. And then lo, lo and behold, and I love the story because Julie Andrews goes to do Mary Poppins where she wins the Oscar. So there, <laughs> don't hire me in my <laughs> musical. Fine, I'm going to go and do this one and I'm going to win an Oscar. And then I'll be famous <laughs> enough famous. for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's what they should do. Like, they should keep that. I like. I agree with you, Megan. Where they should keep that mix. Yeah. But to go all star power, like this one, kind of, kind of did or mostly did. Um, and a lot of the recent ones are doing just because. I, I think it's. A, I think it's a disservice to the artistry itself, and it just shows. And if you're if you're gonna have this moment where you bring on where you kind of uh, uh, sort of announce to the original cast, or at least the Broadway cast at the time, that you're gonna do this, and you announce it in such a way that it seems possible that you're gonna bring some of some of them on, at least, um, and then you don't, It I think it, it, it burns and alienates an audience a little bit. I agree, and I, and I think it also separates, and I don't like that separation of film and theater so much. I don't know where it came and why it came, but I think it's, it needs to change. I think that's an old school thing. Like one thought I had with all this, like, and I know that this is different, but like ha this summer is the first time a lot of people saw Hamilton mm -hmm. or been exposed mm -hmm. to it like for the me. first time. <laughs> yeah. And so you have like a whole cast of people that, you know, like you may have seen them somewhere, you may not have, but for a lot of people, that's the first time they ever saw this cast and they loved this show and they watched this show and they obsessed with this show with probably without knowing who most of those people were. I didn't know so who any of the cast members were on Hamilton before. Yeah. before. Because even before um, they released that movie, when Hamilton was on Broadway and that, and that original cast was in there, it made them all stars. Exactly. It made them all stars. And yeah, now, now that they released the film of it, they're wider known to everybody, but they were already... St like at least some of them were already starting to like be really huge like you see them everywhere now they're in everything right and it's everybody in the cast and you like nobody knew who David Diggs was before Hamilton you know what I, I mean but yet and you know what there was something interesting that came out it's an article that came out I saw it two, like it was like two days ago that said the film industry needs to be careful because they get their best actors and their best talent pool from theater people. You said it before, though, that there's a problem with, with actors or with, with directors and producers casting the same people. Um, mm -hmm. And I get it. I get it. You know, you know, Nicole and Meryl, they need jobs, too. I get that. <laughs> but number one, Meryl can get any job. <laughs> Let's be real. But when are we going to start 
allowing other people opportunities. You know, when are we going to start? Why do we? Why does? Why does it have to be to where they literally have to bust down the door to get an opportunity? Why? Why? Why can't we be readily and excitedly looking for new and uh, actors? I mean, and I get it. And it, on the director side, because I, I mean, I just did this recently of of wanting to stick to the people you know because you're comfortable with them. You already know their talent level. You already know it's going to be easy to, to to shoot them and all that. You don't have to worry about anything. But again, it goes back to that. I think we do need to start risking a little bit more because what's going to happen is we're going to we're going to cheapen the artistry. We've got two yays, one nay on the prom. Um, let us know what you guys think, whether you are a yay and the reasons why or whether you are in my camp and a nay and the reasons why. Um, it would be a great and interesting discussion. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and who would you and cast? It's a very good question. Who would you cast? <laughs> who would you cast? Um Stick around. Next week's episode is the first in our Art Unmasked series. We will be interviewing some uh, Broadway and regional theater stars. Um, So please keep an eye out for that. Very exciting. We hope you like our prom dresses. Send us some photos of you at prom. Oh, yes. That would be We'd love to see them. Yes. We'd love to see them. Please do. Um, But uh, have a great night. Have a great night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.